0: As always, folks, my Future Flicks with Billiam Movie Night reviews are spoiler-free, so please listen on without fear. So famed director Martin Scorsese has a new movie out, and at this point he could basically pick anything he wants and he can do it. But he chose Silence, a movie about the persecution of Christians in feudal Japan and two priests who must stay hidden while preaching and searching for their mentor. So how was the master director's new movie? Stay tuned and find out. This is Future Flicks. Well, hello there, folks. Welcome to the ninth Future Flicks with Billiam movie night review. This is another dual book movie review. And as always, I'll keep the book part brief and focus more on the movie, so let's start with a review of Silence, the book by Shusaku Endo. This is a work of fiction by a Japanese author, if that name didn't give it away, and it was written in 1969. Usually older books, aside from the classics, don't interest me because they're from a different time and have topics that don't necessarily interest me and use language that no one uses anymore. Lucky for us, William Johnson, the translator for this book, made it quite readable. There's nothing wrong with big words, don't get me wrong. I just hate it when an author uses them all the time in an effort to sound fancy. The book was well written and had some Beautiful imagery that really helped build the Japanese landscape as well as the living conditions for the two priests their struggle felt real Something odd about the book was that the writing points of view also changed it went between third-person limited to first-person via letters and and back and forth That was a little jarring and it took some time to adjust to but not much was lost I got used to it and the story went on this book was really dense in the sense that each paragraph mattered I have this bad habit of reading when I'm tired, and then suddenly my eyes will glaze over a paragraph and pick up again on the next one. For most books, even some classic literature, that's fine. But for this book, there was more than one occasion where I had to go back to reread a paragraph because I missed something really important. The story itself was really well done, and the shifting points of view worked with the story. It wasn't just some author trying to spice things up, it it was actually needed for how things played out. The book was well-paced, and the physical and emotional journey of Father Rodriguez was well-written, so I was able to empathize with him the whole time. I got to know the characters, and I felt for them when they suffered hardships. And there were plenty of hardships. The book was short, so I read it in about four hours, but, but that's four hours of dedicated reading. If you're a slower reader, tack a couple hours onto that, but you get the idea. It's a short book, but still too long to stick into a three-hour movie. But let me finish up the book part of this review. Silence was a fantastic book, well-written, with a wonderful story and great characters, but it's kind of a downer, so just be ready for that. So let's talk about the movie, shall we? I was stoked for this movie because it has two of my favorite newer actors in it. It was based off a book I enjoyed. It was directed by a master director. It was foolproof, right? Right? Not not really. You know what I haven't done in a while? A compliment sandwich. So let's do one of those. Let's start with the best part, and that was the acting. This was really Andrew Garfield's movie, and Adam Driver yosuke Kobozuka and liam neeson really just played supporting roles garfield did a great job with the character of father rodriguez but a quick note this character is from spain so that's why a white dude is playing someone with a name like that just in case you forgot spain existed for a second that aside andrew garfield stole the show well of course because it was his show to steal he was able to show everything that the character in the book felt The combination of Scorsese and Garfield was fantastic, better than the combination of Scorsese and DiCaprio, and that means a lot when I say that because I love Leonardo DiCaprio. There was a lot of subtlety in the struggle Father Rodriguez goes through, and while some of it was lost in the switch from the book to the screen, there was a lot that was still captured by Andrew Garfield. Only time will tell if he takes the same route as DiCaprio and starts to only do big, award-worthy movies. Or if he continues to bounce around and do things like like this and Amazing Spider-Man. Just because Garfield was so great doesn't mean the others weren't. Adam Driver is great in everything he does. And Liam Neeson showed more emotion than I've seen from him in a long time. As enjoyable as the Taken movies were, there's not a lot there as far as acting goes. And Yosuke Kobuzuka played a wonderfully good deep character and while he was great at it, it's unfortunate that the depth of his character didn't fully make it onto the screen. I blame the writing for this, as it was partially the insights of Rodriguez that gives us a deeper look into Kichijiro. Okay, let's dive into the negative. What didn't work about this movie? It was too short. And I'm not saying I wanted a five-hour movie. I'm just saying that the journey the character goes through was too much for two hours and 41 minutes. Martin Scorsese did his best, and I don't think anyone else could have done a better job. But when comparing the two, the book outshines, and you know what I always say? I have to judge the movie as a movie, so I'm going to try to do that from this point on. So I'm going to forget the book existed, and now that it's out of my memory... I still think that not enough happened to really make me grow attached to the characters. I just didn't care that much. If I had gone into this movie with fresh eyes, I would have been left wanting. Adam Driver didn't have much of a character, and some of the Japanese villagers who were supposed to feel for felt distant and I couldn't bring myself to care. I cared more about one of the bad guys than I did most of the Christians the story also seemed to have some pacing issues the story would move slow and then suddenly speed up and while that's perfectly normal for other movies in this case the times where it sped up i could have used some stretching out to build some character and their relationships more so when something bad happens to someone i could feel something instead of instead of just not caring the problem with this story is that it didn't have many montage worthy moments But we are given a lot of montage moments. We didn't need to see all of the training Rocky did, so Rocky had a montage. But we needed to see Rodriguez building relationships with some of the persecuted Japanese Christians. But we didn't. Again, I don't blame, I really don't blame anyone for this. I blame the fact that they tried to make a story that was too large fit to the silver screen. But you know what, they did the best they could. All right, it's time for the second piece of bread in this compliment sandwich, and it's, it's going to be a, a smaller piece of bread. You know, we're using the butt of the, of the loaf of bread. <laughs> but The cinematography was great. It was fantastic in this movie. The camera angles, the beautiful sweeping shots of Japan, the close-ups at just the right times, the subtle use of CG so it wasn't terribly noticeable, it all came together to form a beautiful movie. So this movie had a lot going for it but also had a lot going against it. Great acting and Scorsese's wonderful eye for filmmaking, but sloppy pacing and not enough depth in the character's story only hindered what could have been the movie of the year. This wasn't a bad movie at all. It just could have been a lot better. Oh, you know what? Okay, there's something I forgot to mention. Okay, you know I'm not going to do spoilers, so please don't worry. But this is about the ending. And it's a similar gripe I had to the ending of A Monster Calls, which is a far better movie and you should totally see it, but it's a similar problem. It's the fact that the ending changed, kind of. What happened, like the overall conclusion to the story, didn't change. But what changed is that it all kind of kept going. Like the book ends in one place, the movie just keeps going and going. And going, I kept on wondering when is this gonna end. None of this shit was in the book. But remember, I'm trying to judge the movie as a movie on its own. So it kept going, and I kind of liked what it did, I, kind of. Just because it gives, it gives more explanation of why this certain outcome happened. Some of it was not needed, though. Some of it was not needed. And I think that that stuff that wasn't needed just could have been taken out entirely. We could have stretched out some of the scenes that needed it. We could have rounded this movie up to three hours because it's Scorsese. People are going to be willing to sit down for a three-hour movie. And then we would have had a better, just better film. So here's what I think we should do. Here's what I think we should all do. My dear, dear listeners, my dear movie lovers, here's what we should do. We should wait and see if there's a director's cut. Because I really want to see if Scorsese really did include the stuff that i believed was missing and that would be interesting i would like to see his unedited okay well you know edited a bit of course (laughs) but uh his director's cut with everything that he left on the cutting room floor just thrown in his ultimate edition because lord knows that even though it's martin scorsese for the sake of a million different possible things he cut some stuff out and maybe he was sitting there thinking, you know what? It'd be great if I can keep this in the movie, but it's running long and, and I don't think we need this. So let's cut it. So I'm really excited to see when this comes out on DVD, Blu-ray streaming, if there's a director's cut. And if there isn't, just try and find a way to get your hands on the Blu-ray or DVD or a streaming site that has extras in it and, and find the deleted scenes and, and then watch this movie. Then that's what you should do. Because I think that somewhere a better movie was made. And it unfortunately had pieces left on the cutting room floor that would have made it feel more well-rounded. So let's wrap this up. And I'll say that Silence, the book by Shusaku Endo, gets an 11 out of 11. Silence, the movie by Martin Scorsese, gets a 7 out of 11. Definitely a good movie. It just could have been a lot better. Do not waste your time in theaters unless you really, really want to see this, in which case you've probably seen it already. Other than that, wait for DVD, Blu-ray, streaming, and like I said, wait and see if there's some sort of director's cut, because that would be better. Well, my friends, let's wrap this up with the housekeeping, and then we'll have one word from our good friends at Somewhat Nerdy Radio. So you can find me on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spreaker, or any podcast listening app. And if you like what you hear, please give me a great rating. All the stars, every star you could possibly give me. You know what? Even if you don't like me. Please, I would really appreciate a five-star rating. But just in the comments, let me know how I can improve. Let me know what you didn't like, why you didn't like it. Constructive criticism is always appreciated, though of course... This is going to be listened to on the internet, and that's really hard for a lot of people on the internet, but please try and stay constructive. You can also listen to me on the Somewhat Nerdy website. That's www.somewhatnerdy.com. Need to reach me? Of course you do. Leave a comment for me on the Somewhat Nerdy site or the Facebook page. Leave a comment on SoundCloud. Hit me up on Twitter, BilliamSWN. That's at BilliamSWN. Email me at BilliamReviews at gmail.com you on instagram billiam underscore swn do you drink beer i'm on untapped billiam swn be sure to check out somewhat nerdy radio and nerds of the square circle also on the somewhat nerdy podcast network and the watch your mouth podcast is always a hoot to listen to that's right i said hoot. don't forget to check out the somewhat nerdy site for all of our latest blogs and news and finally my dear friends My dear, dear listeners, please remember that no matter where life takes you, no matter what your week has in store, just take some time to catch a flick. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, signing off. I'll see you in the future. A journey with the Somewhat Nerdy Radio Podcast crew as we travel through forgotten realms and far-off galaxies. Your captains, the sensational snarf Chris, and the cunning critter, constantly face an element of danger. Welcome to the Somewhat Nerdy Radio Podcast. The bright light in the podcast sphere. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio today on iTunes and SoundCloud or stream it at SomewhatNerdy.com. Good journey, nerds.